0: Welcome to Wires from the Deep, a silo podcast. Today is Saturday, May 6, 2023, and you're listening to episode four, Only Murders in the Silo. I am your host, Crystal, here with my co-host, Kelly. Hey, everyone. And today we are joined by our first guest, Angela Traficante. Uh, She was one of the people who did uh, the Through the Pages feature on the Down Deep, so she was the one who provided the -the fresh-to-the-book perspective. Say hi, Angela. Hey guys, what's up? Okay, so um, we just got through talking about the first episode, so we're going to be using this episode to talk about the second episode, but just to explain that we can talk about anything that we've seen (laughs) thus far. We don't have to limit it just to episode two, but that's kind of like the focus, but we can obviously go back and touch on things from before if it ties into the one we're doing now so but one of the things I wanted to ask you Angela was we talked a bit about how the scale of the silo is like really big and so I wanted to get your thoughts on that
1: um yeah I was a little surprised um in the first episode and the second episode uh seeing the sheer size of everything and I don't just mean like how big it is because obviously we all know it's deep but like the Breath and spaciousness of it because I definitely was thinking um that it would be way more cramped, way more um mm. tight, way more claustrophobic. Well I when guess. I think of a
2: grain silo, I always think of, I don't know, you see movies where you know there's a, a grain silo where people are like struggling and falling in the grain. And it's very cramped and claustrophobic. So yeah. you know even if you try to imagine it like much bigger than that, I think that's still a lot smaller than what what they've accomplished. So
1: yeah, and, some of it I'm sure is for filming purposes too, of course. Sure, but of yeah, course. like sometimes I saw their sweeping open shots, like especially of um, the hydroponic plants and stuff, and I was <sighs> like, "Wow, there's a lot of space." Well, just getting yeah. to
2: the end of the episode, which I guess I'm allowed to do. The machine or the robot or the spidery type thing that they have um, down there that allegedly like dug the silo out even looked too small to. I guess I don't know like in what way it moved, but.
0: No, I mean, I I think it looked. I mean, to me, it looked really big because they show them like looking down on it. So it doesn't. I mean, it's hard to tell the scale then. But then when he's stand, they're standing down below it. It's it's pretty huge, right? Like it's. I remember the
2: cavern being huge, but
0: yeah, they had. Oh god, I had a hard time when they were scaling the wall. You too. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> well, like climbing down
2: a ladder like that.
1: No. That's yeah, I, no I, I'm me. I'm out. Even when they were standing at the edge, like um Pulling up mm, yeah. the, the bag, I was the same way. I was like, "Oh no, please back off!" Yeah, yeah.
0: like when she's following the string, I'm like, "Dumb, can you like tie yourself off, please?" It was almost <laughs>
2: like she was doing it in the most nonchalant way, and I was like, "Actually, you could. You have that big rope, you know. Like you could probably figure something out where you're not just like <laughs> tiptoeing
0: to the edge." But
2: everyone's different; it takes all sorts, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, she has her fear of water. We obviously have fear of heights. So,
2: <laughs> uh, okay, fear of water is that like a silo thing? Like because there is no like, I
0: quiet, mean, like
2: swimming I, pool, I kind ocean, of I, lake.
0: I hadn't really thought about it before, but I'm guessing maybe they just have to keep all their water, and they they don't have enough to be able to like have swimming pools and stuff like that. So,
2: yeah. right. But I mean, like she would have like grown up never even have. Ex- like having experienced being submerged in water where would she have done that you know
1: yeah and when you think about it like also just from a from a learning perspective yeah why would you learn to swim when you could put yeah. that energy towards something else so there, i imagine yeah. it would be quite scary to think of a giant body of water yeah i don't although actually
0: both? although actually since so she has a fear of water and like all, what you just said it was like he, they wouldn't have seen a big body of water like you know when like she's like hanging above that like yeah, i'm just skipping yeah, to the end but like yeah. <laughs> she's like over that giant pond of water and i kind of just thought that she would just be confused at what she was looking at because when 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 i was looking at it I was because like because
2: the light was gone
0: yeah it just was It was weird. I, I didn't know it was water at first. I was like, why is it like shimmering like that? You know, I thought it was yeah. metal or something. So, I don't know.
2: Also, dark water and you don't even know what's in there. Man, there could have been.
0: Yeah, actually, you know, uh, what, you know, what I was thinking about at that part is I used to play this game called EverQuest. And I was what's called a tank where you're like the big, strong character and you get like. St- shoved in in first and so there used to be this dungeon where there was this big like tunnel like vertical tunnel and i had to go down there and pull the monster we were gonna kill and bring it back up so that we could fight it and it was just like that it was just a game but it was super scary for me i used to hate doing that How but that's there? what i rem- in college yeah. But it was scary. and But yeah, that's what it reminded me of when she's going down and it's dark and she can't see anything. And yeah, ugh, don't like that.
2: <laughs> he would have had no idea what like water
1: looks like with like light reflecting off of it. That would have been like, completely new to her. I don't... Yeah. yeah, it's funny to think about that too. Because like, I was thinking the same thing also like for a moment, hearkening back to the first episode when Allison's like, and there were things flying in the sky. And I was like, yeah, of course you would say that. Because like you don't. You, mean, you might know conceptually what a bird <laughs> right. is, but like you certainly wouldn't know what types of birds are yeah. or anything. Yeah.
0: So the fear of water thing, I don't I don't think there's a. F- she has a fear of water in, in the book. So that's not something I recall. So Okay, so I we forgot to talk about this, Kelly, in the in the previous episode. But I wanted to <laughs> Angela's not gonna read this, but I want to talk about the title sequence. She she's <laughs> Kelly, do you watch the title sequence? I mean, I only
2: watched it the first episode and I made my little note. Oh, I, I only watched it the first oh episode. My God. I, mean, I, I, I always, I always, skip, them. Yeah, I always why,
0: skip them. Why are my friends with you both? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Every 10 years. <laughs> I, I, I really like title sequences because I like the music and I like the imagery. But I really liked the title sequence for, for this show because it's got hmm. a lot of imagery in it. Just like the one that I like in particular is how at some point you can see like little light shadows of people like crawling up and down the stairs. And then there's like a DNA. I saw the DNA. DNA yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's got a lot of imagery. in it. And I think you, you had mentioned something about an apple.
2: Yeah. I grew up in Missouri from a very like Freewell Baptist background. So I, like it was obvious for me, I saw, you know, the apple like falling and it just seemed very like it was like a religious um sort of symbolism but i have no idea but then there was also in the first episode when she dug that thing up the birth control yeah the her, apple sign there the was apple. like the
1: apple on the plate so i don't know certainly i, I saw... think the, the 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 knowledge the apple like I yeah think they were definitely going for that i think so
0: I-, I saw somebody in the fan group joke that it's product placement <laughs> <laughs> for apple <laughs> But yeah, I really liked it. And I think um, the first time I, I watched it, I was actually really just happy for Hugh because I saw his name in the credits. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and he's been waiting a long time for that. So that was kind of
1: cool. I did the same thing. And in, in like my mind, I was like, I always do that thing where I'm like, oh, someday maybe that would be my name.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's move on to because the episode opens with Holston's Cleaning which began in the first episode when he said he wanted to go outside and then they flash back to Allison and how this is three years later after she's gone outside. I, <laughs> I really liked how they continue; like they've really captured, I think, his character because, I mean, he says, you know, sorry for all the fuss. And it's just really sad, you know, because it's like, this is, this is, This is his death, right? And he's just Mm. like apologizing for it. And
2: it definitely makes you wonder what happens between his wife's cleaning and his. Like, there's this obvious gap, and now we're clearly going to find out, you know,
1: what all of that was. So, oh, I love that we're getting that, honestly. Cause I was worried we were just going to like see the end of him by like the end of the first episode. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're. They're going to write them out after the first episode. And yeah. then I was like, oh, no, awesome. There are flashbacks. Having yeah. only
2: read the short story, I was a little afraid of that, too, that that was all I was going to see. But again, I just I don't know anything about like what happens. Just sort of.
0: I don't know if you guys picked up on this on whether it was in the the second episode. But did you guys notice the the high pitch, like almost like a a ringing uh, woven throughout the first episode when it was like Holstein's point of view? It was like this high pitched like noise. I think I hear that all the time, so I would have no
2: (laughs) You're just like, oh, like, oh well, maybe. We have this on my campus of where I work, we have a building where we have a septic tank with this little alarm that goes off for like when it rains. Sounds very much like that. So I just hear it all the time.
1: Yeah, I live in an apartment that like faces a major road, so I just hear things No, Crystal, we have not. (laughs) Oh, we well, I
0: have. I have. Tonight is so. <laughs> I'm going
1: to listen for it now, though. Like, yeah. If I go back so, and watch it again, or if so, I in the next episode.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious if they only have that woven into like Holsten's point of view because I find that really interesting because it would be pretty cool if they were just trying to give you the impression that he's just like living in like a state of like shell shock because that's like the sound that I. Oh I yeah. Kind of, yeah. I kind of tie it in with is there's like a bomb and you can't hear yeah 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 yeah. yeah. So that's the sound that i associate it with is like that like the like things are like fuzzy but you can hear that that ringing this
2: makes me feel better about my mental health like maybe that wasn't <laughs> just
0: in my brain but yeah so and then then there's Marnes. i really liked how they capture like you know how because he he's in the books he's a very internal man of few words kind of character and i think will Patton like captured that really well even though he doesn't have a lot of scenes but yeah i i I was really torn up by the way his face was you know he was he was like really like having a hard time holding it together you know he looked really emotional when holston is getting suited up and he's making his walk down so
1: Agreed. I think all the secondary and tertiary characters actually have been sort of amazing at conveying things like without a lot of words or any words at all. A lot of great scenes that we've had so far with just looks being exchanged or like one line. I think it's pretty
2: fun for me because I don't actually know who the main characters are. So I always think it can shift a little bit. That's kind of the feeling I'm getting because i just don't know what's
0: going
1: on so yeah
2: and actually and i I feel like it could shift in in either direction because
0: you just yeah it's kind of funny because when i had asked you what you thought of bernard and you're like "Uh, who's that who's that (laughs) and and i was like oh but then i thought oh but it's tim robbins so maybe like it's safe to assume that he's going to be like somebody big but then
2: that's always the problem with with like characters for like the actors
1: is like someone i know i'm like you're not gonna die yet (laughs) but then you see the first episode of this so i think a lot of viewers are gonna be pondering you know who's in the chopping block like game of thrones style yeah is everyone up for
2: grabs that's kind of how i feel right now is like i feel like any character it could just shift to their like point of view and i'm like oh (laughs) this is what's going because i don't know what's going on so
0: I don't know about you guys, but I I found his walk up the ramp a lot scarier than Allison's one, and I'm not sure why. I I don't know if it's because we because we spent a lot of we time saw more in- of it. I think I guess but
2: we I mean, saw him I, hesitate I don't know yeah. that we saw her hesitate
1: I was about to say that the the thing that actually made me tense was they there was a little bit of time between when they opened the top yeah. and when you see him or when the you know the people watching see him emerge into the actual environment and I was
2: kind of looking for either like a gray or blue reflection on his um helmet and it it wasn't really clear what it was so that was also for me like building.
0: it's it was interesting to me that they they showed him like you know looking all over and actually someone I saw this someone mentioned so it's it's interesting that they do that because like right now like a lot of people today are talking about like deep pig technology and how scary good it's becoming and so it's like present in a lot of our minds right so I thought it was interesting that they put that in because I think back when I read the book it was a little more limited because that wasn't really where the world was at at the moment so it was kind of yeah i thought it was interesting that he could look around and see everything right so
1: i thought it was a bit of a nod to um his wife too because she when she emerges she looks around as well and i yeah. kind of thought it was like you know he saw her do that and then he did it too for obvious reasons um as well as like thematically so the people
0: watching. Like the people down in mechanical, like the dandy, they were watching. I thought this was interesting because in the in the book there's only one wall screen, but in in the in the show uh, it's pretty clear that they have more than one wall screen. So I guess I'm guessing they have like cafeterias every so many levels, and like all the cafeterias carry screens and stuff. Yeah, it like seems that.
2: just for, like a hub. Yeah, I think it's where they eat. Maybe I mean they can't feed everyone yeah, it's, on one level. It's the I cafeteria. think so. Yeah, it's like the cafeteria every so many levels or whatever.
1: I think that was a really smart choice, honestly, um, to make like it it involves all the characters and it really like why wouldn't you have screens where everyone can see so that you see yeah. the stakes of like what's going on outside and what it yeah. would mean to tell yourself that or announce publicly that you want to go out. yeah
0: and, and especially if like the the point of it is to control people right and make them make them understand you know like this is why life is the way it is so it's like if if the people down below couldn't really see it then i don't know it, it doesn't seem like it would be very as as effective
1: yeah it goes back to the pact of like of like you know talking about how they need to stay in yeah
0: i was kind of surprised when he took off his helmet and i can't remember what the name of the character is who yelled at but she said has anyone else ever taken off their helmet yeah but it's like I was kind of surprised by that because, like, if you can't, if you're out there and you think you see, like, you're seeing, like, um, blue skies, but then you start having trouble breathing, like, what do you know?
2: The first thing that I thought, and, like, I even thought this before I saw that, is it seemed more like what he was seeing was something that was, like, simulated inside of his helmet. And I know that sounds weird. But it felt almost like he was taking it off to get rid of something or that there was like some sort of something in his helmet that he was trying to get away from.
0: Well, I mean, the other thing, too, is like what 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 he sees, it looks almost exactly <laughs> like what we see in Allison's glasses, you know, the cleaning from that, that George found in the computer in the hard disk.
2: Yeah. One thing I thought that it was it was interesting, though, is that the only point of view we saw on, you know, from our side was what everyone in the silo sees and then what he saw from his helmet we didn't actually see anything about like what he saw what mm-hmm. yeah the the points of view were just very skewed and it just makes me think that i don't i don't think either of those things were like the truth yeah.
1: awesome. they're certainly aiming toward you know incorporating that as a mystery but yeah it it, it was an interesting line to me as well because yeah the you also see multiple bodies out there through the window and they also have their helmets on. So it does sort of make you wonder what made him want to do that. There must've been something that
2: he learned afterward or
0: I don't know. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, maybe because, you know, when they show him looking at the tree, the tree is green, it has leaves and everything, Mm -hmm. but that is where Alison was, you know, and he, he knows exactly where she is, but in on in the grass in the greeny thing she's not there so yeah so it maybe, makes me think <clears throat> maybe he took off the helmet because he he was wondering you know maybe she's there if i take off the helmet or like something it, like I know. what
2: was in his helmet was a simulation yeah
1: yeah i mean i certainly think it speaks to his like deep desire to figure out what's real like obviously allison had her ideas. Everyone else has their ideas. And he had been plagued by this for three years. So yeah. it makes sense to me that the first thing he would want to do when he gets out there is to see with his own eyes. Nothing yeah. between that. Nothing between those and, and the environment.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you think about what he's had to battle internally for so long, is like... Because she had told him in, in very specific terms what her cleaning meant, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess... I mean, he must have had to battle his own fears of whether everything that he's believed in for his entire life and been told is true or whether like, you know, what she said is is true and what, what if she saw what she really saw. So, yeah, yeah certainly was, there's an yeah. element
1: of like her being her like being an unreliable narrator. Like everyone mm-hmm. was obviously concerned for her mental health. Um So that kind of plays into it as like, he's probably been wondering for three years, like questioning literally everything about what she said, what she thought was real, what he thinks is real, what he's been taught.
0: Yeah. And actually they, they, they make a point of making, of pointing out just how observant he is because, you know, there's the whole thing with Jules's watch, Jules wearing George's watch because they flash back to him looking at her wrist or looking at George's wrist and seeing that watch there. So, yeah, he, he must be the kind of type of person where you just pick everything apart in your brain over and over and over, right? So I can't just, I just just imagine the hell that he was living in, you know? And then this happened during Allison's cleaning, too. You know, when when they first start cleaning and everybody just bursts into, like, loud cheering? It's like yes. the the ups and downs of, like, the cleaning was was pretty interesting because they go from, like, tense anticipation, you know, like, are they going to do
1: it? And then, like, jubilation.
0: That's, like, a real roller coaster. It's, I like, few
1: seconds. And then the yeah. silence. The silence is just so, like, deep. Yeah, because, wow.
0: because right after, like, they're, like, overjoyed, like, the person dies, right? So. And then they have to just stare at that person just dead out there forever.
2: Forever. And it doesn't seem like there's so many out there. I mean, there's, like, four people <laughs> out. To- yeah. You know? like, I feel like... In that time frame, there would be many more in a realistic society of people who are just like, I went out, you
0: know. Yeah. People would
2: probably lose their shit a lot more often. Right? I would have. (laughs) It's just like me and my chickens. I
1: can't have my dogs. I'm like stuck in some hellhole down like the 84th floor. You have to remember from their perspective, though, like we would feel that way as people who... Have, who live outside, who live yeah, outside sure, sure, crystal yeah. over yeah. here with her beautiful scenery, but like <laughs> they don't know any better. Like yeah. that's their whole life. So it may not feel God, 10 like ten
2: thousand people, DDNC, I mean, just knowing what I know of people today, Christ. <laughs> like I just don't I think I don't think it could go down as realistically as it is there. But
0: Okay, so let's talk about like relics and like what we think would actually make a relic because why is a Pez dispenser a Relic,
2: how did it, is it just like stuff you've never seen before, <laughs> like stuff that we haven't sanctioned as
0: like? Is it because there's a duck on it? Like, is,
2: is there it... an inventory of sanctioned items? I like, just also... assumed it
1: meant anything that happened before the 140 years ago, or perhaps even before the silo, which I'm not sure has been Any... like, stealing. No, yeah,
0: it, yeah it, it's it's gotta be before before the 140 years because of 140 years is the
1: time of the rebellion.
0: that's not that's not the time
1: but they could have the had st- items up until then like we don't know like what sort of got prohibited mm. at that so moment.
0: What else did she pull out of that box that well, we had? were talking
2: last episode that you know there was the camcorder and they had no yeah. idea what that was um, you know we were talking about how all of the um the portraits were painted. There was no photographs, and um, certainly, you know, they, sh- they pulled out the camcorder. and Neither of them had any idea what it was, um, so I'm assuming the relics were stuff before everything was burned, because otherwise, the camcorder wouldn't be such a mystery.
0: I I was thinking that maybe that spit Pez specifically because it's a duck. That's just I'm I'm just spitballing. <laughs>
1: no, I don't have any idea.
0: Okay, so there was a camcorder. I'm trying to fast forward to where
1: there's also like an element of like uselessness to it like you know what is a Pez dispenser what's it used for it's not like a necessary item so it makes you wonder like because it it Mm. tends to be that the things you see around are kind of necessary to living so like kind of luxuries aren't abundant
0: Mm. okay so I think one of the it kind of looks like a figurine of the Statue of Liberty
2: Yes, I saw yeah. that for sure. Yes,
0: and yeah, then a, a badminton right ball. The badminton, oh yeah, oh, badminton yeah. is the one the, with the, the, the like the the little
2: birdie. It's a birdie. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then is that a seashell? I remember
2: seeing a seashell. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So I think I mean, honestly, it just feels like it's stuff from before something. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: anything that would make someone I feel like question something that like isn't part of their normal life. Yeah.
0: So, like, things that people, when they first moved in, what they brought into the silo.
2: So I like, don't know,
0: I guess. Because, like, I, I guess, I mean, obviously, they would bring children, right? People aren't going to, like, move into a silo, leave their kids up, <laughs> upside, right? Um, I do know,
2: like, maybe, like, 100 people moved in and it was just, like, a breeding epidemic. I don't know how this <laughs> all started. Honestly, I, well, I don't know. <laughs> the anything. How do you get to 10,000 people in 140 years? I hope I we
1: get far enough along that, you know, that sort of stuff is, is uh, that we dive into it. The important things.
0: <laughs> uh, we're not going to be in any silo. <laughs> we're little peons.
1: <laughs> mm. We got a bunker. I'm okay. I think there's an important aspect to this too, as to what's um, sort of considered a relic or considered prohibited, because clearly Allison... Uh, was starting to stumble upon this idea of like, oh, things are being kept from people, things mm. are being suppressed, things are being hidden. And so like, when you think about the types of stuff you might want to prohibit, like a camcorder immediately comes to mind, like something you can record evidence with, something you could give to someone easily mm. and communicate with, mm-hmm. like, there's no communication that's easy in the silo. There's n- why like, you, you wonder, why don't they have phones? Like, why yeah. do they carry notes like and well, obviously there's something playing into it about kind of the control. Well, Crystal and I were on.
2: talking in the last episode about whether or not everyone had a computer in their apartment to let them know. You know, they were looking at the computer to find out that his wife was um eligible, you know, to give
0: to yeah get we, we, we weren't sure if everybody had one or if he had one because he was a sheriff. Right.
2: But then yeah. everyone seemed to know that they had been granted this privilege and, you know, they were congratulating them. What seemingly in the show seemed like immediately?
1: Yeah, so, I, I why could know buy kind of that everyone has a computer. I yeah. could also buy though that the computer is very highly regulated. Yeah, it gets like less in like a nineteen eighty four. Like, oh, the TV only shows you what we want it to. Yeah, they
2: didn't seem to be able to change what was on the screen. To be honest, so yeah,
1: yeah. But I mean, they kind of touch on it with that
0: little scene with Bernard. You know that he's like he he just goes in and deletes shit as as he pleases, right? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, um, yeah, the people watching and controlling, they can just, like, they can have this silo mail system, but whatever you're getting is only what they want you to get, right? So, exactly. Um, right? But actually, I wanted to mention, that's actually ties into the title of the podcast, is um, communication in the silo are, are called wires in the book. So that's that's where the title's from, wires,
1: from the down deep. So. Speaking of communication, um, something else that really stuck out to me from this episode as really important was um why uh Juliet uh hides half the note.
2: Yeah,
0: what what was this part that she
1: hid?
2: Um it it was it said I found what I was looking for.
1: Yeah. Oh, the yeah, yeah, the yeah. first half was remember where you were when you were. Where you saw, saw this. this. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was for
0: the Piz, right?
1: But, but I found took, what I was looking for doesn't sound um, like something you'd necessarily want to hide. So what was she hiding? Well,
2: about? I mean, there was that scene where they were, you know, being all lovey-dovey in the yeah, bed, yeah. and she kept asking him, like, you know, what are you looking for? And yeah. he kind of he, put it off, and they were, you know, hmm. and just joking, like, oh, I'll tell you. I don't remember what he said. I'll, you know, I'll tell you. Something. No,
0: he he actually does say what it is. Like, he he says, I think it's a door.
2: Oh, that's right, a door. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: And which then, remember um, they
2: showed the tunnel, the map with the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So he
0: says,
1: "What is this?" Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it's, I had like been trying to put together like chronologically how everything happened because it's, like I said before, it was really confusing yeah. with all the jumps. So Allison meets George. They go through the hard drive, and he sees the the um, blueprints right with like right. The, the silo from the side and then mm-hmm. a tunnel, mm-hmm. and then which after was on that, the bottom, right?
1: Yeah. It was at the very bottom.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then after that, he transfers to Mechanical, presumably after Allison dies. Um, but there must be a
1: reason why
0: I, he I transfers think, to Mechanical. I think it's because of what he saw. He saw right. that there's a tunnel down I mean. there, so he wanted to be closer. Yeah. So, and then he, he goes and he finds that cavern. Yeah. He meets Juliet. He Gets together with her and they start their relationship or their secret relationship, and then he shows her that cavern and he builds that little cavern house or whatever, <laughs> and then he's murdered, and then Holsten is part of it and then Holsten cleans. So yeah, that's why like I, I was so confused. Is there's so many different events at various parts of the two episodes and they're like jumping all over the place. So. But I think that's chronologically what happens. I think so. But I guess. Wait, so he found it, though. Like, they're implying. I mean, she says he was murdered. But she doesn't know who, right? Right. So I guess that's that's what's got to come. That's what's probably going to be in the next episode. <laughs> I hope so, at least. So I started getting, I guess, at a certain point, like a police procedural feel to the show. Just because, you know, they were investigating a murder.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: that's why we. That's why we named this episode "Only Murders in the Silo." It's actually based on a, a show that me and Angela <laughs> called "Only Murders in the Building," and I,
1: <laughs> which is also about podcasting. So it's, yes, it's, it's about
0: podcasting. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. But yeah,
1: I told my husband the title, and he just
0: slapped his forehead.
2: <laughs> hey, at least he knows what you're talking about.
0: Okay, so one more thing I want to touch on because during the watch party, a couple of people were, complaining about this is Jules's accent. So I can hear her, her, um, because I looked, I had to look it up and she's Swedish, but I think she speaks with a British accent in Dunes. And I don't, I don't, I'm, I haven't really looked at a lot of interviews with her. Do you, do either of you know what kind of accent she speaks? Wait, in who quality? are we talking about? The girl that plays Juliet? Juliet, yeah, Rebecca oh, no. Ferguson. I see. I yeah, because like me. in that, that scene with George, I could hear like she sounded. British.
1: I think so. a lot of the accents for them for the characters, uh sorry, for the actors are coming through. Like um Holston's actor, whose name I'm completely blanking on, also uh sometimes his accent comes through, and John's actress, like I get the same thing from her.
2: You'd think after that long in a silo, like, so many accents would be much more, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's like the Tower of Babel, I feel like. It's it's certainly the actors
1: trying. um, Of course. maybe not being 100% on it. But yes, it's funny because I thought the same thing while watching it. Like, in my mind, I was like, I was like, they would all sound the same. Yeah. And I
2: I was laughing with Crystal because um, the woman that plays Johns was also the actress in Anne with an E who's, it's like this, um... Anne of green gables show set in nova scotia and she has this like very nova scotian accent and, and I, she's british
1: uh, normally <laughs> yeah. and she's
2: a, i think she's it's, a stage actress normally she's so lovely i love her so much but you always catch these you know intonations from her it's so cute
0: it's kind of funny that you both say that you would you think that they would both they would all sound the same but for me i guess i just thought that there would be noticeable dialects Within, even within the silo just because like for instance in Hawaii like people from different islands have different accents you know and we're just one state so yeah no I
2: mean guess. And that makes sense to me but if you I mean I feel like they must have started with far fewer people in such uh-huh. a gigantic place if they have 10,000 now I mean that's like that's that's a really small number so yeah. I don't know I just I guess in my imagination I would say that
1: they'd be Um, like similar yeah yeah I don't know I I think that the main differences might not come so much in accents as like uh diction or like kind of like how you speak or what words you choose like what concepts you might be familiar with that sort of thing but But I think it's a little bit of both
0: like I agree with that like I, I felt like the the people in the down deep like the mechanic the mechanical people I felt like they were speaking Kind of in a rougher more dial a more rougher dialogue, but I didn't feel like Jules was talking like that. She kinda sounded a little more like up top ish. You know, maybe what I I've mean?
2: just maybe I've just forgotten a bit. So it's been like hundred and forty four years since the rebellion. Do we know how long they've been in the silo? Is that a secret? Like because um, well, for me I, that that is a complete I, I, I think everything. they
0: I think they make a point of saying that they don't know anything before the rebellion because john's is in her her office and she's telling Marnes, you know i have all these books here and i don't have anything from before i don't
2: i don't so that changes everything like if they've been there for you know twenty thousand. you know what
1: i mean like it's yeah yeah yeah. i i actually um yeah i don't they definitely haven't told us how long before the 140 years they've been there but um I did think about it extensively, especially during the first episode, because they have uh, Allison and Holston have that quilt on their wall. Mm. And I was like, what 26 is it? Yeah, <laughs> is, yeah. It <laughs> is it 21 Is it thirty twenty-six? 26 I
0: thought it was a nice touch that the day of their wedding anniversary is May 5th, which is well, the day that the show <laughs>
2: yeah. started. Yeah,
0: that was kind of cool. It's a nice touch, but yeah, like somebody in a uh, confident touch. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) Well, maybe they could have digitally altered it. Oh yeah, of course. Since we were talking about John's, I wanted to mention I was so happy that they showed her knitting, but but like she had like ginormously fat knitting needles.
2: When I saw that, I thought of you because I didn't remember her knitting in the first episode. I was like, ah, she must have remembered
1: (laughs) it from the second. Yes, I literally, like, pointed to the screen and was like, look to my husband. Like, she's knitting. <laughs> Behold, and was, like, she knits.
0: <laughs> and then she said, oh, I used to be, be able to make 25 of these years. I was oh, like, whoa. Bless <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, and, I, I like, have 25 unfinished blankets. <laughs> I have a few only 25? Yeah, only 25. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know how many. But um, I I they, they, they flash on, like, she's like, Pouring through like a notebook, which I assumed was a knitting pattern, but it didn't look like any knitting. pattern. It was
2: the one of those books from the shelves on the wall, right? Oh, it was I a record. It, it oh. looked like she was looking through. Oh, so she a was record. reading. Yeah. she it was, was like reading
1: rows of little text. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, she said I, they only
2: go back so far, and then she was like, "I wonder if, they like, you know, they kept them before."
0: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I totally misinterpreted. That. I thought she was like looking at. <laughs> you her thought it was a knitting
2: pattern. pattern. Yeah, crystal. <laughs> It wasn't. She's got that shit memorized.
0: So she's basically doing what I do, which is watch Netflix and knit at the same mm-hmm. time. She's really well. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <sighs> so let's go back to the cavern. How did they get down there?
2: There was a ladder. It was really rusty. I felt really. It was insane. Yeah, no, it, was f- it
1: wasn't. It was nerve-inducing. Well, like, like
2: 140 well, years before, till the rebellion. Like, before that, who knows how long? It's a ladder that's like attached to the rocks by nothing. I would not climb down that.
0: No, but they they had to go past a sign first. Like, you know, she moved a sign yeah, away. Yeah, she like, from like a lifted tunnel. it off
2: the wall. <laughs> it wasn't very secure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I guess. So George found that and showed her, and then so the the her, the little hut thing that was at the bottom, or did they climb um, down there to go look at something else? No,
2: uh, the hut was at the semi bottom, and the ladder down was to the was past uh, that, right? Yeah, it was
0: past that. Oh, okay.
2: I mean, they went down there to look at the artifacts, the relics in the in the um, mm-hmm. box that she'd had down there. So, but what he was looking for. Um with a rope that was what was further south okay.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> that digger kind of reminded me of like um the machines
1: in the matrix
2: <laughs> a little yeah yeah i got well, some
1: stranger things vibes from it,
2: it look, yeah it was very i got a huge spider vibe from
0: it so oh yeah what was that creature called uh in stranger things yeah oh, shit i um, like the mind flayer Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine there. That's what it was. Yeah,
2: I don't know the the monsters kept getting like next
0: level, and I lost track of what they were called. <laughs> and then the so each of the legs had like those giant drill bits on them, and they kind of look like the ones from Armageddon, which I thought was really fun because I really like that movie, and that's like what Will Patton is. <laughs> Will Patton's mm. in that movie. Yeah, that whole thing is huge. Well, at least it's not a rope ladder they're climbing down or anything. It just looks like steel or iron
2: or something. Definitely, like, who knows how many years ago. Yeah, it could be like 3,000.
0: So, you know, actually, that makes me think about, since we're talking about this big cavernous space, I kind of liked how space, I I, I was telling Kay, I kind of liked how big the scale of the silo is, and I liked... I kind of like like how much space they have, but at the same time, like I didn't understand why some of the inner hallways are so wide and so big. Because like um, you know, when Allison is walking around, yeah, she's like going downstairs and going through hallways, and like, I guess like maybe she's... they
2: never had any idea how big or not the population would grow. I guess,
0: but it just seems like they would. I... allocate more space toward toward living quarters than (laughs) than corridors, you know? (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. I actually thought even the living quarters were too large, too, though. I was like, Allison and Holston's apartment was huge. Yeah,
0: I I just assumed that's because he's the sheriff, but... But, That might be true. Yeah, because they show Gloria's apartment and hers is noticeably smaller. But even
1: still, it's larger than I thought it would be for, like, one person. Like, I was expecting these sort of, like, Pots, (laughs) Pots, you know, <laughs> like three hundred square feet, mm, everything yeah. stacked up. You have a bunk bed over your over your desk, sort of like style, like dorms. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know if you guys know this but it looked like uh Holston and uh, Allison had a sofa bed.
2: A sofa bed.
0: Yeah, because if you look at certain parts where they're lying down in bed. You can. It looks like to the left and right of them are like the arms of a sofa. Well, they're not like
2: using their space efficiently because that was a huge <laughs> apartment.
1: Yeah, like the kitchen was insane, like with the Jesus, table in the yeah. middle of it. They have a fucking cafeteria. They don't cook.
2: They go every day for all their meals. At least what I saw to the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> what are you in the kitchen And for? um, the
0: they actually have they have they had like a living herb garden in their their apartment too. It was like
2: at their foyer. Yeah, okay. I do too at my foyer. You know, it's like (laughs) half dead. You this, know, I don't eat that shit. It's the just...
1: cells and the whole area of like the where you know the sheriff is too also seemed like really huge. <laughs> to me. I was like, space. how often are there are there people in these cells anyway? <laughs> like, why, why I, are and there's the at least of
2: three of them because he was in the third. Yeah, I was, he was in well, holding. Who three. were all the
1: <laughs> people? <laughs> yeah, or like where they're where they're all working, like the the deputies and stuff. I'm like, this room is right. huge, and this are all spread huge. out, like I would expect it. Like you know, a really nice like you know tech office in san francisco or something
0: yeah even even holston's like private office is it's pretty big too and john's she has like a whole she's like the oval sitting office. area
2: <laughs> yeah but we love your show so <laughs> yes this <laughs> what this is just,
0: I mean, what, like, this is so just what fans do we just pick apart everything right that's just that's just goes with the territory
1: <laughs> yeah and like i said earlier i think some of it's also just for filming like obviously you need okay. certain amounts of space to make things look like appropriate for for a screen and whatnot so it's like you know when they film in airplanes and stuff and you just can tell it's yeah. not a real
0: airplane yeah so actually um hugh did an ama on reddit i think Yesterday. Yeah, and, um, yesterday, someone asked why they changed uh, the staircase from metal to concrete, and he said it was for acoustics reasons that like, they wouldn't be able to have everybody going up and down and the sound would catch on all the mics and everything, which I thought was interesting. So. I
2: think that's a really weird question. Like, I read a book I would never, I mean, maybe it's important. I haven't read the books. I have no idea, but. They make
1: a point of talking about how they are metal. Um, okay. They talk about the grading the, on them the and diamond like pattern. That. Yeah. On so, it, yeah. Okay. so it's okay, okay. very obvious that they're kind <laughs> like, of these narrow metal stairs. <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: I, I think it's because book opens with Holston with a very heavy heart is walking to the top and he's like staring at the steps. Yeah. As he okay. Walks. Right,
2: yeah. Right. yeah.
0: I think that's just a detail that people fixate on because it was so immersive, you know, in his point mm. of view. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Weirdly that detail didn't actually bother me and it still doesn't like I, obviously I'm hung up on like the other stuff. Yeah. I, so I it's kind yeah, of funny I, what people kind of, you know, decide is important to them in a, in like an adaptation. Yeah.
0: So there was this this um, poster on Reddit who was extremely upset about how they cut the episodes without revealing like everything that he was upset about. He was just really mad that they didn't cut it exactly how the book is.
1: I will admit, and- I, I did think they were going to cut it exactly how the book was. Um, I thought the first episode would end differently, so... I don't know that I would be angry about it, but I was kind of shocked when we got to the end of the first episode and it it ended without... Did you...
2: Okay, so that's what I was wondering because the only thing that I had read is the short story. And I think that's where the short story ends is with his cleaning. It does, yes. Um, So that's why I expected it to end too.
0: But see, so I I wanted to talk about it though because I feel like it's a a valid point for a book fan is that, you know, book fans were like... I think the experience reading it was was very different for some than most books because it has a really good twist and you know like for me like when I read the short story I was like wow this is this is awesome you know I'm so I'm I was pretty sick of all the bland things that I was reading so I was really taken aback so I, I I can't I feel like that's a fair point that people want that to be preserved and like Put on screen but I also feel like the show has to stand on its own so it has to like try to do different things and so like because and because people can see so much more and hear so much more and just the whole experience with the added music and everything is just it's it, it's different and I feel like you can't always have like literal page to screen
1: yeah you know? v- viewership matters too and how you entice viewers, like. As as editors, we know that everything needs a good hook. And yeah. if you ended Holston's story more neatly mm. at the end of the first episode, I think it wouldn't have created a great hook for making people sort of press play on the next one or let the autoplay run or whatever. Yeah,
0: because it it might have felt too contained, right? People exactly. could have been like, Oh yeah, I mean it's at the end. That was that was good.
2: <laughs> and I just really think that reading a book and, and watching something on the television they're just two completely different experiences and you're always going to have to come out like come at them with different angles and
0: yeah and like something i pointed out to that person was you know they're gonna want to give book fans a new experience too because i mean if you just replicate what happened in the book I mean, that's good on one hand, but at the same time, you want to, you know, surprise viewers too. I, I want to be surprised, you know, watching the show too. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, I want new things thrown at me. Because like, like, for example, Allison's, what, what do they call it? Reproductive what? I can't remember. Clearance, maybe? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, like the whole thing about her not being allowed, like, they, they're not telling her, but they're not allowing her to have kids. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that wasn't part of, like... wanting to go out so that was new but i really liked the addition of that because i felt like that added more to her desire to go outside because she was so like upset about like the control the idea of the level of control that they had over her
2: you know they mentioned something in this episode that i hadn't heard before and they talked about um a sanctioned relationship like being Mm -hmm. in a sanctioned relationship um so i don't i mean it didn't seem like um the two main characters, Juliet, and I'm sorry, the other guy's name. George. George. George, I'm sorry, yes. It didn't seem like they were in another relationship. They weren't having an affair. It just seemed like they were, you know... Not really like official. Private. They weren't official. Like, they weren't, you know, someone hadn't signed the paperwork so that they could be together privately or something. I don't know. It was very strange, so...
0: No, I, I think that's... I mean, that's the impression that I got. Like, you know, they have to, like, get permission Before on they can
2: even... Yeah, because Anything, I, right? to, I mean how else do you control population yeah, in such yeah, a small because, place?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like it's just up the ante for like the control that they they, they hold right. over these people, right? Right. So, right. Yeah. I don't want to live in the silo. God
1: no. No. no <laughs> definitely no. not. Nope.
0: But speaking of that, Angela, where where do you think you would work in the silo?
1: Oh me, I'm I'm definitely an IT person. I I am a book <laughs> editor now and an author, but I actually come from a decade in tech, being a software developer. So, so you'd work under Bernard, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I might even be an Allison type, who's like too curious for her own good. Uh, so Kelly had said
0: she's going to work in the chicken the chicken area, chicken
2: farmer. That would be and, me, as far away from people as humanly possible. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> got my chickens. We, Crystal, we talked about like no pets, right? Whether or not I, yeah. my, I have two dogs, I'm, my poodles. What would I do?
1: And I have three cats. I'm, I mean, I'm not I, sure think, I'd want to take them with me anyway, though. Necessarily, I mean,
2: like no pets, no pets. Like that's. I think pets are like such a human. Like, <laughs> just, people have pets. I are such a like. I can't imagine anyone living in.
0: I, I think, a corn think you mentioned mention like rodents. As pets it's in not the a book, pet. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, but yeah, like, why would you? It's like why, a little why, if, why, why, when you're like building your like Noah's Noah's bunker, or whatever?
1: Why, why would you bringing like cockroaches? Right. <laughs> I just assume that's the type of thing that would like get in anywhere. Like they yeah, probably didn't yeah. want to introduce rodents yeah. or cockroaches well, or. Bones, cockroaches are what.
2: Cockroaches apparently would just survive like nuclear war. Like they're indestructible. <laughs> like seriously, like. It's yeah, nice. and then
1: one would scuttle in after like the first cleaning somehow, and like, oh live god, in the corridor forever, it's all over.
0: Well, I mean, they do flame the airlock, so come on, can a roach Where does all
2: oxygen come from? I kept feeling like there should be more plants, like you know, the shade-loving spider plants <laughs> or whatever you hang in your bathroom.
0: Well, I mean, they have the all the corn, right? They they show the corn fields yeah, and stuff. Like, is that enough though? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's why they have that herb garden in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's for breeding. Maybe it's weed. <laughs> <sell> it. oh. <laughs> Whatever. I found myself weirdly obsessed with details like that too. Though, like I found myself thinking, like that the corridor, like the stairs going up to the to the outside after the airlock. I was like, who changes the lighting in there? Like, is that <laughs> mm-hmm. is that like exposed to the outside? Like, <laughs> like all these tiny I mean, little yeah. things. I found myself like like kind of not annoyed about but like that would like burrow into my mind. I, yeah. I, I feel like I saw cameras up up that ramp too
0: because there were like red lights on like the ceiling and the walls and stuff. So they I, I think those were cameras because I think they showed like a reddish looking thing when Holston looked back at the camera. So I that's why I think that's why I thought it was well
2: they camera. had that recording from I don't know the relic um with the blue sky and everything. So there must be other Cameras, you know, because from the inside it doesn't look like that. Where did they get the blue sky recording Well, from?
0: I, I think that recording was from a lady that they sent out to clean. Because when they clicked on the file, it had a name. It was like Jane Carmody. Yeah, I thought or that was a
1: helmet maybe. feed. Yeah, but anyway. but
2: then where do where do the helmet feeds go now?
1: Good question. I don't know. Like, who <laughs> going we'll probably like. find out. Maybe. Maybe Hopefully. we'll find out. Maybe in like season eight. I don't know. I don't know anything, Crystal. What? No, I don't know. What do you know? <laughs>
2: we wouldn't say even if we did. That's okay. Don't tell me. I'm intrigued.
1: You can tell there's a lot to talk about since we're like so far into this and we're still just talking. I know. We're at like 55 minutes already.
2: <laughs> I was really afraid when we started this that I wouldn't have anything to say. But gosh, I've taken notes. And... You have to understand, I don't do any of this anymore. It's like.
1: I have never done this. This is my first podcast. Really? I don't even li- oh, I've never even so listened exciting. to a
0: podcast.
1: I don't listen to them either. Yeah, I, she
0: she told me she had never heard a podcast before, and I was like, I "What are you talking about? You 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 watch Only Murders in the Building?" No, it's <laughs>
1: true. I I guess I've heard like bits of a fictional podcast, but like I've never turned on a podcast yeah. myself.
2: This is just something I do with Crystal when she asked me to do it.
0: <laughs> Trying to scroll through. Oh, the ending part of the show is so dark; it's hard to see.
1: That's Agreed. I almost My-
2: think that too. Yeah
1: yeah we watch them we tend to watch so most apple tv shows come out on fridays so we tend to be have like lazy friday mornings before work where we watch a bunch of apple tv shows and our (laughs) entire living room is just windows it's all windows Uh. it's like a corner of windows and it's just so hard for some shows and silo is one of them
2: yeah i'm i'm in the pacific northwest and my west wall is windows basically and that's like, my, my television is on the east side, so the light just comes in in the evening, and but there's nowhere else to put my television, so I'm always finding that every show is just too something, and
1: I can't ever quite. Yeah, I think we'll be switching this one to, like, evening viewing, and even then, it's coming up on summer, so it's, like, it's going to be mm. bright until, like, yeah. eight or nine or whatever. I, I live in um the northeast in the Boston area.
2: Yeah. I just watched this last this last episode on my laptop and it was way better, honestly. So I might just continue doing that. You just pick up more detail, like what's on the wall and who's that in the background. I can't see that when I'm when I'm
1: like <sighs> trying to watch
2: television from my couch, I love that so.
1: for this show too, because I do feel like I mean, as much as I complain about some of the, the aspects of the silo, like I do mm. think they did a really good job on on details, like the production yeah. quality and yeah, the I values that- of like the details of the grittiness and things like
2: that. I noticed that way more in the second episode just because I think I could see more from my
1: laptop. I even though. think they did a really good job, like, the makeup crew of, like, kind of making different people with different jobs kind of look different. And, like, yeah. kind of the ruggedness that you might get on your skin from, like, working in mechanical or yeah, whatever.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I wanted to talk about Juliet's tattoos.
1: Those are oh, tattoos, yeah.
0: right? She had, yes. like, a, like, swirling... There Starling was a, lines on her. There shoulder. was one really short scene where there was an
2: like an older woman tattooing a woman who was just like oh, covered. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. It, it was
2: very brief, but I I caught that too. It was.
1: Yeah, cool. Juliet's are interesting because she has yeah like she has like a sleeve of like these kind of curvy Swirls, lines, but she also yeah. has other things too where she has like these straighter lines. Yeah,
0: she has like a slash going across the back of her fingers, right?
1: Yeah, and like Should a she? I think a wrist ish thing. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a lot yeah. going on there. Yeah, I don't recall when. if this was mentioned in the books or anything. So like this um, I've kind of been kind of trying to remember and take this like and kind of interpret what it might mean.
2: Mm-hmm. I will say um, out of nowhere, I did like this speech that the mayor gave that said that it was important for um, the members of the silo to to see her like walking the 144 levels. So like people need to see their mayor. I really like that she thought that that would just like inspire people. And,
0: I, I feel so bad for her because <laughs> she's, 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 I don't know how, and... how is
2: she going to walk ahead? But, but that's what I mean. Like, she, I mean, that's what that
0: will cost her, but yeah, it still seemed, yeah, like it was important to her. So, yeah, that's a good way to put it, what it will cost her because, yeah, like,
2: yeah, she, I don't even mean, like, is she going to make I mean, it back up? I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, because, I mean, I mean it takes a day to walk down. Yeah, she, yeah right. I <laughs> know she looks she looks like she's in her eighties.
2: So. is she gonna make it all the maybe that's the whole plot line of the I mean, show is like does she make it to the bottom <laughs> and back up?
0: Yeah, because there's coming back up, right? I mean right? which is that's probably elevator. twice there's as no hard.
2: Donkeys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have a porter carry her up, please.
2: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, like you know, uh just some guy with a uh, you know, a wheelbarrow. Could make them some credits or whatever they have. And her Actually, back
0: you know they should let her go to the bottom on the slide.
2: <laughs> oh <my. laughs> I think we took apart the slide. But if that was an everyday, imagine the speed. I know. <laughs> and the danger—that's pr-
0: that's probably dangerous too for 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 a senior. <laughs> it's like the
2: lottery. You either make it or you don't. Yeah, it's population control
0: okay yeah. so um <laughs> in, in the watch party okay so you know at the end of the episode like did you guys like how they ended episode two like she she comes to a stop over the over the water
1: i think it's a great hook for the next episode although um yeah i don't i don't know is yeah i kind I, of, I,
0: I kind of wish they had kept that it was water like because like, you know how i talked about how you could see it shimmering like I think I figured out that it was water, and she must have known too, right? Or do you think that she didn't
1: know until she was I think she almost knew. falling to the bottom?
2: So right before the end of this episode, I've written in my notes, and I don't remember what it means. Maybe you can help me. A door, <laughs> and door. then a deal. What was the deal? <laughs> no, help me! Don't laugh. Help me. Yeah, there was a door, and there was a deal. Deal. And then I also wrote that I noticed that she was like, when she was sliding down the rope, she was like panning back and forth with her flashlight on her head. And I was, I didn't know if she was like looking for a door or if she was like seeing things or if she was just, if that was the motion that was like carrying her down the rope.
0: <laughs> when we were watching with the watch party, people were like, oh my God, she she needs to be wearing gloves. She, she Her hands would like be Blistered. like, yeah, or no, like totally rope burn, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she does have a headlamp. So does it fall off her head? Yeah, but you, like yeah, but does. at
2: first she's like doing this like back and forth motion, like she's looking for something. She, she's definitely trying to see what's down there, I think, with the headlamp. Yeah, but it does fall off into the water. Um and then there's way too much light considering there should be none. But
0: yeah. Whatever. Yeah, because I mean I've I've gone outside with one of those headlamps on like. Otherwise you couldn't see, right? <laughs> you can't see anything. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, for us, we can tell it's water, right? I feel like. So is that what it is? Like, she didn't know that it was water until she got down there and it fell in and, and she heard the plop. And she, she's freaking out. It looks like she's, like, shaking. When, when I
2: don't was... really know. I mean, maybe what well, was like... the conversation earlier where she said that she couldn't? like? They we talked talking...
1: about water earlier, mm-hmm. right? Yes, that's so what I So she mean, clearly yeah. knew there was, like, something going on with water down there. Because, like, she couldn't swim or, like,
2: she hadn't been like submerged in water before so
0: so how do you think me me and kelly had talked about how they don't seem to be very careful with their water usages because that lady gloria just like turns on the faucet yeah, and like, she's where, just,
2: like they're just gonna run the water like where does that come from it's like white noise
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I, I thought that too. I was like, oh, Allison's just like running the water. And then I was also I said this to Crystal earlier, too, that like, when they're writing on paper, there's just so much like wasted paper, like when Allison and George yeah. are like scribbling down. notes, yeah do. like, Why wasn't it all written like really tightly and neatly together?
2: Yeah. Yeah, when when he comes home and she's waiting for him having dug the birth control out. Like, she had no idea what time he was coming home but the waters running. Like, she could have been sitting there for, like, 45 minutes. You know, it's
0: like... That's what you guys are talking about. I thought you guys were, like, talking about Gloria. But yeah, now that that you say that, I remember she had the water running when he came home. That's all those things. Yeah,
1: it's just things where it's, like, it's one of those things where I know she was sort of... Out of it, like mentally, and I know that they were sort of like excited and stuff. But these are the type of things that I just think would be so ingrained in people because it's their entire lives. With, yeah, like, yeah, knowing about the conserving of these water. Resources. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and and like I was telling Kelly, like you would think that they would like have like monitors on like <laughs> how long the tap is. Oh, on. rations or something. Or, yeah, like like, like maybe like their pipes are only connected to like a limited supply under their sink or something. You know, <laughs> not like. Yeah. Connected plumbing throughout the whole silo, but, but you I mean, could just use it seems, it at your whim.
2: <laughs> it seems to be very lavish. I mean, they have you know these floors. Everyone's selling you know buns and bread. I mean, where is the waste? There seems to be waste. There's,
1: there's certainly a surplus. Yes, of those, food. Like, those were steamed buns, which did occur yeah. to me that it was a very wasteful way to do anything. Yeah, right. Like there's heat. Heat is actually probably an abundant resource that they have way too much of. But like steam seems like it would be a complete waste of water. Yeah.
2: And it was very, very pointedly steamed buns, you know.
0: And, and yeah. I was wondering about the currency too, because like, what, credits, what something, yeah, yeah, credits, like to oh, have a page
2: would, printed, like, have, yeah, and
0: like, and like, how much would like a steamed bun or a pretzel cost? And because like, it sounds like, I mean, she's she, that lady that mechanic made it sound like ten credits is is kind of a lot of money, right? She's mm-hmm. like, you bet ten credits on that. <laughs> or or yeah. am I misinterpreting that? No, no, I, I agree mean, you no, know I just got thinking. That too. Because like I mean, for how us today, they even like-
2: track it? Is it is it like a paper money? Is it a card? Is it a scan? And if that's ten, how much could a steam bun cost? You
0: know? Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you break that down even more? I mean, what- hmm. and
1: then you wonder about like I kind of wondered about the food in general because I was like, wait, so yeah, is the cafeteria free? Do you pay for that? Mm. What food do you pay for versus kind of what's given to you or what? you know yeah like what do you get kind of allotted to you Or it's probably whatever. an hoa i know right
0: you know it's funny i kind of wanted to go back and look at the cafeteria because you know when um holston and allison you know kelly you're talking about how like mm. everybody knew that, that they won the lottery so fast so, yeah they were like walking through like the the cafeteria like food line at that point so i went to go back and look at what they were serving because in in the book the 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 food that they ate was generally pretty plain, like closer to like raw I've food. I don't remember like...
2: seeing any food. I honestly don't. they were serving out food.
0: Yeah, they had. And I was Um, no, I'm sure it was food. Like <laughs> <laughs> I okay, don't. Worry. I have no memory of it. No, but like I, I think in the book it was like gruel and hot oatmeal and corn and tomatoes. And, you know, just more like very like
1: plain. Blop.
0: Not like recipes, kind of food. Just like here's your your slop, and here's your
1: vegetable. (laughs) I very much enjoyed the message I got the other day from Crystal, which was, "Angela, is this an espresso machine?" And (laughs) and Crystal, you know, linked me a picture, a screen cap of um of of I think what at the time was the was the trailer because I'm a huge coffee person and a huge espresso person, and I was like. Oh my, that actually is an espresso machine. That's amazing. It just could be an espresso machine. But yeah, so they
0: have pretzels and uh, Angela, I was telling um Kelly that I spotted pink cotton candy. And I was just like, Cotton candy seems kind of like frivolous. You know? yeah, very like,
1: indulgent. Yeah. Unless it was supposed to be for um I actually don't recall that scene. Was it for like the the, the freedom day or whatever it like day, maybe yeah. it was a festival
0: oh day? yeah maybe yeah actually i think
1: that was when allison was walking
0: around so yeah that's maybe still, just... i mean they seem to be doing
2: quite well that's what i mean like... yeah
0: I, and i mean not to like nitpick 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 but like it's pink i mean they had to color it somehow yeah they yeah. had to color it somehow so is that i mean that just seems like a very uh high level like yeah, indulgent kind of I just, thing, you know
1: yeah or something that would have just been lost over time like the idea of like food coloring
0: yeah because like I was, I was telling kelly like i i we just got a, a cotton candy machine and it's like the small one that we have in our um in our kitchen and i i had forgot
1: <laughs> now i hear chickens oh my god i'm so sorry you can hear that <laughs> it's amazing actually
0: she, she's already at, at work in, in the silo Set up! <laughs>
2: right. but, um, he's either laid an egg or is laying an egg it's real life this would be my job in the silo
0: it's okay we won't be able to hear it on the recording okay <laughs> now she's gonna scream louder though <laughs> but um so we have the cotton candy machine and I've I, ha- I didn't read the instructions or, or the product page very well so I didn't know that it didn't come with sugar the colored sugar so I, I read that oh I can just use regular sugar so I we just been we've just been making like plain white cotton candy Tastes the same. So, yeah so the, I don't know the color thing just kind of like It's like a little nitpicky thing that bothers me because it just seems like, you know, if you're like happy enough to just have something like that, something special like that, would you even go so far as to color it pink? I don't know. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I mean, like for me, it just depends on, it's hard to get a, like a grasp of how the community has developed, how well off they feel they are, the atmosphere. You know, if you're happy, what is happy, (laughs) you know, if you have the extra and you can make it pink, you maybe you just would for fun but i don't know if that would like last 200 or more years you know yeah the cotton candy
0: although where do you think to get their sugar from they must get it from the corn right
2: yeah definitely okay. yeah okay yeah it's the cheapest and greatest way
0: <laughs> so any final thoughts because we're getting to be our ten,
1: or yeah, we, we really off. loved episode two. <laughs> have to...
0: Yeah, so despite all our nitpicking, obviously we have a lot to talk about, which means that we enjoy it. So
1: we <laughs> yeah. did
2: enjoy
0: it because yeah, if I didn't like it, I just I I if
2: I, it I, have I pieced I, out. It would have been
0: the Crystal and Angela
1: show. <laughs> oh yeah, I think definitely talking this much, <laughs> You're <doing> even <laughs> nitpicking things, expresses love. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I think that about wraps it up. Um I wanted to we wanted to thank Angela for coming on the show.
1: We hope you had a good time talking to us, Angela. Definitely. It was a really great time.
0: Okay. So, um, and with that, thank you for joining us for another episode of Wires from the Deep. Be sure to follow us or subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice and join the Down Deep Discord so that you can discuss with other fans. Tune in for our next episode, and we're going to break down episode three, Machines. Thank you for listening. Bye, everyone.